Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. Welcome to part two of our Pet Boss All-Star panel series. What's an all-star? Well, they're members of our community who are stepping up into a leadership role within our organization. They fully understand the Pet Boss curriculum and our core values on what not only makes a pet business better, but also why we have such an amazing community. In this three-part series, I'm introducing them all to you. Each episode pulls excerpts from a recent Facebook Live that we did where they shared their specific areas of expertise and at least one, oftentimes more, of their best business tips. And if you haven't listened yet to part one, definitely go back and listen to episode 62 because you don't want to miss any of the helpful tips that they are sharing. And if you did take a listen, then let's introduce you to our next set of brand new Pet Boss All-Stars. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. Okay. Shannon, welcome. You're with Wiggles and Whiskers Pet Supplies in Unity, Canada. Yeah. Um, So we're in uh, Saskatchewan in Unity, a town of about 2,500. So my market kind of spreads out in about 50 kilometers surrounding us to all the farms and the little satellite towns. 
very rural. <laughs> I think I probably have one of the smallest markets of anybody that you'll see here today, but we're still doing good. Still growing. We're almost three years in. August will be three years. We started as retail and then we opened a self-wash. Everybody wants us to put a groomer in, but there's no groomers anywhere near us, unfortunately. So uh, that's, that's next on my list, but we're going to have to find one first, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What I love, one of the reasons I asked you to be an all-star, and I shared this with you when we had our kickoff call, was that even though you might be the newest in business compared to a lot of our mm-hmm. people, you have jumped into the membership. You know, you, you signed up and you logged in and you consumed and you learned and you implemented and you came to the community and asked questions and Mm. then you would implement some more. And so I really love that you want, you really understand uh, the offerings that we provide and how to use it. Yeah. And how to use it. And you give great support to our other fellow pet boss club members on, on what they should be doing too. So Thank you for that. Oh, what areas like have we, I know we talked about some of your expertise too. And mm-hmm. um, what do you feel like you can really help people with? I think again, like I said, like I'm in a small area. One of the biggest things that I might be able to help with is uh, people that are just starting up, but are maybe getting some negative feedback from the banks or from family or from, you know, whoever else is around them. The bank literally told me that it was a stupid idea when I went to them for a loan. All that means is you got to get your numbers tighter and, you know, because we only have two banks in town here. So you just got to get a little tighter and go back and keep knocking on the door. So I think one thing that I can help with, yeah, is getting that stuff together, getting the business plan, finding those resources. If you can get the census, great. So if you're stuck, if you're on the fence, if you're like, well, I don't know if it's going to work, I am more than happy to, to help you out and figure out what is in your area, what's resources, the pet boss being a major one, obviously, but there's government like census, like I said, um, that can get you a lot of information about your specific area. So if you want to start up, I can help. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So what is your tip? Big things can happen in very small spaces. I I know a lot of folks here, they have like, you know, 2,000, 3,500 square feet stores, minus 500 square feet. And then, like I said, I am in a town of 2,500 people. I have one employee and she just came on last April. So she hasn't even been here a year. I love these big operations where there's multiple stores. I would love to be there. But even if you don't, even if you're just starting and you're small and it's just you in a little store and maybe two or three kinds of dog food and some leashes, that's fine, right? We all start somewhere. You don't need to be making 100000 a year just yet. It's fine. Take your time. And don't be discouraged just because other people seem to be miles ahead of you or in bigger markets or selling more or are doing bigger things. That's, that's okay. You're allowed to do small things. That's fine. That's totally fine. And frankly, in my little town, like I, like I said, I'm getting more and more and more, it's taking more time to grow, but the, the word's getting out there and hopefully soon we will be in a bigger space. But for now I've made this little space work and you can too. It's what you can afford. It's what's available. If you really want to get out there, you'll make it work. Yes. Yeah. I love that tip. Big things happen in small spaces or yes. small things. And it's yes. true. Yes. It's so true. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to help. Um, I'm, I want to thank you for, for asking me to do this. I'm super excited. And I'm digging into all this stuff still as well. So we can get through together. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh well, Shannon, I'm so excited that to have you as an all-star here to support thank you. Um, the Pet Boss Club and community. And thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Up next is going to be Lori. 
Hi. Hi. So Lori, you're with Off Leash Milwaukee in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> I've been doing it for about eight years. I was two years on my own. And I think right about the time that I joined Pet Boss Club is when I started to grow my business. And it was super helpful to find all the employment paperwork in the back end, the resource section with how to schedule your interviews, the forms to use when you schedule your interviews, all hiring tips. And it was wonderful. It really helped. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that because that is um, kind of one of the big mysteries. A lot of us, we get into this because we're passionate about the animals that we want to care for or the things that we sell and the solutions we have. And then we grow the business and realize, oh my gosh, now I have to hire people, manage people. What do I do? Yeah, and a big thing in the pet sitting industry is do I have employees or do I have independent contractors? And going through those that checklist and figuring out what was going to be a good fit for my business that was also super helpful to have that information at my fingertips during that time. Yeah. So tell everybody about more about Off Leash Milwaukee and what you guys do. We were just a traditional pet sitting company, but I was getting kind of bored and we started doing dog adventures. So now that's primarily what we offer. We take dogs on trips to the dog park. We go hiking. We have an indoor space that we utilize now when the weather is you know, not so... Right in, like right in the Midwest, like we deal with that yeah. a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we've snow again after it was 40 degrees for like three weeks. So it's been exciting. So yeah, we've got the Dog Adventure Club. And just this year, we are adding training. And we have a, we're about to do our first store. Um, we're going to start with a pop-up and see how that goes. And I'm already trying to figure out how we're going to go online. Because I thought it's kind of silly if I don't utilize this option. I was listening to one of the older podcasts or interviews that you had done, and it was talking about how her online business really was a big part of what she was doing. And I didn't even think about doing online business. But again, I have no experience really with doing that. But the, the resources section has all of that. I've been watching, going through all of the retail training, and I'm super excited to get that up and running. Yeah. I should mention too, another thing that we did a lot of this past few years are events, which have helped enormously with just connecting with people in the community and putting out the vibe that like, we're a great, fun, professional group of dog lovers and you can party with us and hang out and meet some of our local vendors. It was a great community building experience as well. So that's something that we've added to our business and are going to continue to um, plan for the year ahead. And we've got some other big events coming out. I'm super excited to be a part of them. Awesome. So then uh, share with everybody your area of expertise. I would say my area of expertise is marketing and events. That was my past life was working in marketing and promotion. Anything creative. I'm kind of afraid of numbers, but you know, I've got an accountant and a bookkeeper to help me with that. That's right. Exactly. Right. And, and and that's okay to be afraid of your numbers or or not like them, but it's not okay to ignore them and not have right. support. Delegate. So, it's important to delegate. Yes, exactly. Hire, outsource, or uh, yeah, delegate what it is that are, are not your strengths. And then that way we all focus on our own strengths and our zones of genius and can spend more time there. Exactly. So what is your tip that you'd like to share with everybody? Don't be afraid to raise your prices as a pet sitting, dog walking, dog adventure company. I sat down with you for our one-on-one -on -one in April. And when you told me how much I had to raise our prices, we to give people listening an idea, we were doing adventures and I was at a $30 price point, 30 to 40. And I thought I couldn't raise it any higher because 
that's what doggy daycares are charging. But you let me see the quality and the value of what we are offering. We raised our prices to double to 60 and $70 an adventure. And I literally cried because I didn't think it was going to go over very well with our clients, but it did. I am not overwhelmed anymore. I can work on my business instead of having to be out there all the time working in it. It just really gave me a sense of relief and pause. And it was great to see clients stick around and we did lose a few, but we've got brand new ones to fill their place. Yeah. Yeah. That, it gave you some of that breathing room to go, oh my gosh, like now I can afford to pay that walker to go out and I can afford yeah. to pay for things in the business. The other side of this was so important and was also top of my mind is retention for my staff. I feel traditionally there's a high turnover in this industry and I have my staff that's been with me since I hired them. So three years, two years, they stick around and that's just wonderful because it's really good for the team morale and for the clients. Yes. Yes. 100%. Lori, I'm so glad that you shared all of that. I feel like this little, this little mini few minutes together could totally be blown up into a whole nother podcast episode, <laughs> like a longer session together because so many good pieces of advice there that you've shared. And I'm really happy that you pushed through your fear of raising your prices and committed to that decision that you had made to yourself and to your business success. And, and then now, you know, coming through it, you've, you've seen the benefits of it because now you won't be so resistant, right? You're going to think, okay, well, now I'm ready to raise prices again. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here, Lori. You bet. Thanks for having me. So up next, we have Patty Zeller from Animal Connection, Charlottesville, Virginia. Hey, Candace, let's party. Let's party. I know, right? Well, that's a great segue. You love to mix fun and business and you are great at taking like taking the time off to enjoy your relationships and your hobbies and you still have a successful business even though you're able, you know, to do that. So, that's one of the reasons we love you as a Pet Boss Club member because you oh. really can, um, you know, really show that there's more to life than just being chained to your storefront. Well, I do spend a lot of 12 hour days, but <laughs> it's, it's with really good reason. Um, you know, my mind just is racing at all at all hours of the day, it seems like. But, you know, when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning, you have a great idea like, oh, man, I got to do it. You know, it's, yeah. it has this place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, share with everybody more about Animal Connection. Sure. Well, Animal Connection, I'm I'm loving all these stories about people starting off really small because my store opened 23 years ago in a garage with three freezers. And fast forward to the first year of the pandemic and what do retailers do? You do crazy things. So we moved and enlarged our store by 2,000 more square feet. We had been in a a 3,000 square foot space. You know, it kept growing and growing and growing. And so we moved to a, a 4,500 square foot spot. And the best part of this store, other than that, it's in a really vibrant art community with restaurants and a brewery and live music and things happening in a very walkable dog neighborhood is the former tenants were people that designed fountains, fire pits, wet bars, grills, and they left their patio for us. So we have this we're a store with a bar, you know. I, know. I was why that makes so much yeah. sense now. I was like, how did she find this space that has this oh my gosh. an event venue outside her store? It really is. I mean, so now we use uh, that space for adoption events and yappy hours. We do birthday parties, all kinds of things. We have a, an area set up out there where we can really do nice photographs 
Um, in a few weeks, we'll be doing photos with Cupid. That's going to be me. <laughs> and, you know, we had Santa out there and Easter egg hunts and just so much fun. A little fun fact. I mean, when I was in school, in college, I didn't do that well because I was at a girls' school and I was always going to some of the universities to, you know, to go party and do things that girls' school people do. But my mother always said, you know, I'm okay with it because one of these days, those social skills are really going to take you far. <laughs> Doggone it. No pun intended. But yeah, it did. I mean, it, it does help as event planning, party planning. You know, basically, I feel like I'm an event planner for dogs You're with right. a little bit of retail and grooming and self-service dog wash thrown in. So, <laughs> there yeah. you go. And so where do you feel like as an all-star supporting club members, you know, they ever, you know, they, they love bringing their questions to the mm -hmm. Facebook group or coming to our co-working sessions or live Q&As. Like, where do you feel like you're going to be able to provide the most support and advice for business owners. Okay. Well, there's several things I think I can feel I can contribute to. So we, we have created a place where we're, we're more of a pet lifestyle community than just a retail store. We have full grooming, self-service dog wash. We have a bakery. We do a, a very big cause marketing effort with not just dog people, but also with other types of nonprofits in our community. And the reason I want to do that is number one, I feel like I should be giving back to the community. But also it brings in a different type of clientele that may know people that have dogs or they have dogs. You know, it's just really expanding our reach in a different way. I've really become very good at this cause marketing effort. And we have a certain format for how we do things and what we expect from the the people that we're doing the marketing for and what they can expect from us. You know, we don't, you know, we don't just do like a little gift basket. Oh no, everything we put in has, has got a reason to get return visits, you know, from anyone that attends the events. Um, the other thing is, is uh, expanding your horizons and, and being on camera. Two years before COVID, I started a show called What Sparking Local. And I'm on every every Tuesday, 1015, and we talk about things that are going on in the pet community, or I might be doing show and tell of my products. I made an association with a really large SPCA two years ago. So now my show is going to over 250,000 people a week, and they put me on their mailing list, which has 20,000 people. I mean, I started really, really small with that, but, you know, people that are just thinking about maybe doing Facebook lives to show new products coming in, they're a little bit nervous about it. You know, I can definitely help you with some tips and tricks to make that yeah. so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And I love it again, like when we think about the, all the stages of business, right. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you've been doing this a long time and you've already like when people hear those numbers might go, wow, like I, I, yeah. I, I just have 400 Instagram followers. How do I get to like having that national, like national presence, but we all start somewhere. Right. But I love it. You're not afraid to go after opportunities that maybe no. present themselves or put yourself out there or raise your hand and say, yes, I'll do that. Um, to yeah. take initiative. And I think that that will be really helpful to help our club members that are at the earlier stages realize even what's see what's possible for them. And it's funny how things fall in your lap. So when we were moving to this new space, I had the opportunity to talk to this guy that had a small bakery and candy store that was getting with closing, just going to downsize to one store, he had all these great fixtures. And my husband, Conrad, looked at me and said, what are you going to do with a bakery case? I said, because you're just buying some stuff now. I said, you know what? I'm going to learn how to bake. 
And that's big for me because I didn't do very well in home ec. In, in fact, I flunked home ec during high school, but I taught myself how to bake and decorate cookies, cupcakes. We make ice cream. And that just kind of goes along with the party atmosphere. I mean, I still buy some, a few things wholesale for that aspect, but just trying something new like that and really stepping out of your, your comfort zone. And you know what? Who cares if you mess it up? There's sprinkles. And you, you can <laughs> tell anything with sprinkles on it, right? So, right. <laughs> and nobody else in my area does it. So, right. Here we go. Right. You've already shared a lot of business tips, but what is there something that is like the one thing you want to share with everybody? For well, something that hasn't been touched on is hiring and recruiting. And my thing in the last two years, especially since really great employees have been very hard to find, is I am always recruiting. I have cards that I carry with me. And if I meet somebody that's really fun, like at a restaurant or at a hair salon, you know, say, hey, I really. I hope you're really happy at your job, but you want to make a change and play with dogs all day, do something fun, give me a call. You know, so now I've got this little list and, you know, if something goes wonky and someone decides they need to go and be a, I don't know, whatever they want to do. You know, I've got a, a really nice list of people that I've already interviewed. I know they're fun. In a lot of cases, I know who trained them. So I know what their work ethic is like. Mm -hmm. So always be recruiting and looking for your next great, great, great employee. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Great, great advice. Well, Patty, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for agreeing to be a Pip Boss All-Star. Thank okay, you for Patty. having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Okay. Up next on our Pep Boss All-Star list is Elena Staley from Three Happy Hounds in Fernley, Nevada. So tell us more about Three Happy Hounds. We are dog and cat specific. We do have a self-wash that I put in during the pandemic, which has become our number one skew. It outperforms our dog food and all of that. So it's very popular in our little community. We opened in 2018. So we are in our, well, will be five years this December. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, we're in a very small community, 20,000 people when I first opened. And I think that we were growing constantly. Our growth is really on a fast track at this time. So trying to keep up with that is, is challenging. Yeah, it can be. It can be, especially if there's ever any like, you know, supply chain issues or uh, yeah, hiring yeah. issues, you know, like, how am I going to get through, through yeah. it all? So we're in Northern Nevada. So we're 30 miles east of Reno and we've missed a few trucks because they can't get over the pass. So making sure you have enough inventory in case that happens has been really exciting and <laughs> challenging. With the variety of experience that you've had over the years now as a business owner, where is your zone of genius going to be in supporting your fellow peers in the Pet Boss Club? I, I want to say I've, I've got been through a lot in this five years, but aside from that, I had 16 years with Nordstrom. So customer service is also one of my um, strong points on how to deal with challenging customers. Also keeping our team involved and happy to be here. We are our community loves us so much and they tell me constantly how much they love our team. And I think that goes into training and being in a really happy, positive work environment, as well as empowering them to make their own choices on how to best serve that customer. So I give them full lead of, you know what, just make the customer happy. We'll deal with the rest later. Yeah. So you, and you've been a long time club member and mm -hmm. you've utilized our resources and our tools yes. as well. So yep, I, I say if 
it wasn't for the pet boss club, you know, going through the pandemic and then, you know, starting as a new business. I think, I don't think I would have been as successful as I am now without those resources and the club members, you know, to bounce things off of. I think we propelled our business forward drastically because of everything that's in there. There's literally everything you could need to run your business successfully. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for saying that, but also mentioning the community because it is, it's really, you know, I, I don't certainly know everything and we don't, we don't have every, even though it might feel like we have a lot and we certainly do after five years, we don't have everything, but what's great about our community is that they're willing to give and share and support each other too. Yes, for sure. All right. So what is your business tip that you want to share with our community? My business tip would be just be open-minded and open to new ideas. So don't think that you, just because you've tried something or heard about something and didn't work the first time, doesn't mean that it won't work again, or it's it's okay to try it again, or just be open-minded enough to receive other perspectives and ideas on how to even implement something that you may or may not have tried. So there's been multiple times I've circled back around the same idea three or four times and Sometimes it just one other little tweak or tidbit or, you know, talking it over with someone makes that light bulb go off. So if you're closed minded and you're not willing to accept the advice or, you know, oh, I've been there, done that, that didn't work. If you have that type of mentality, then you're going to be stuck for a lot longer than you would be if you had an open mind and were able to just kind of think about things a little bit differently and take everybody's opinions, perspectives. You may not like them. They may not fit, but hey, at least you're open-minded enough to receive it and mull it over. Mm-hmm. It's like to marinate on things. Yeah. I love I love that you brought that up because it's not only just being open-minded to thinking about, okay, well, how could this work for me, even if I maybe am resistant to it, but that even if it didn't work before, you know, we're always, a business is mm-hmm. always evolving. Customers yes. are evolving. Times are evolving. And so you're in a different space and place usually when you hear it again for a second time or third or even fifth time to implement it. Not only that, but if it didn't work, maybe there's a reason, there's something, a step in the process that maybe you need more training in or another resource for, or someone you have to hire to actually make the idea work, right? Right. That and also being open to other types of business, you know, just because you're in a pet space business doesn't mean that other business industries don't have something of value as well. You know, you can you can learn from them or spin one of their marketing ideas or whatever to fit into what you need it, need it to be. Yeah. 100%. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lena. And I'm excited to have you as a pet boss, all-star supporting the pet boss club while I'm on maternity leave. I love these pet pros so much. Aren't they amazing? And you could have access to hanging out with them all the time when you're a pet boss club member. To learn more and either join or jump on our wait list, visit PetBossClub.com. Tune in next time for the final episode of this series, part three of our all-star panel. For more inspiration and motivation to achieve anything that you want in your pet business. And if you hit that subscribe button on this podcast, you'll get notified when that episode is released. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. 
I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? You know, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, Stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.